Hello. So, this is my debut podcast that I think I'm going to create. It feels weird using this app. But yeah, I'm looking forward to get started. I don't have a titled show of what I want to call it yet. So, this is basically a prototype of some sort of... Before I decide to narrow down what I want to do. So the content I'll be covering will be about Liverpool Football Club. I'll be reacting to matches, build-ups and just letting out my thoughts of opinions. And if there's any other Liverpool fans that want to share their opinions as well, um, you're more than welcome. So, uh, my name is Kofi. I'm... Yeah, I'll give you a background about myself. So yeah, my name is Kofi. I'm from London and I support Liverpool. And you're probably thinking, how does a guy from London support Liverpool? Well, I can tell you, my family had a huge influence. So basically, I had an older brother and a dad who also supported Liverpool. So I thought the normality was to go with that team. So... That's pretty much that. They're not from Liverpool either, they're from London, but during their time, Liverpool were the top team. So yeah, so today I will be discussing the reaction of Liverpool who have just played against Chelsea. The result ended in a 1-1 draw at Anfield. The lineup for those who didn't know it was Mignolet in goal, Moreno left back, centre backs was Joe Matip and Ragnar Klavan, right back Joe Gomez, centre mid. In central midfield was Henderson and Milner. Um, and then you had Coutinho playing in the number 10 position, and then our front three was Chamberlain, Sturridge in the middle, and Salah on the right. And that lineup initially, if you have Liverpool, if you follow Liverpool Twitter, everyone was quite surprised about why we've dropped out key players. This is a big game. You're playing Chelsea, and it's a, a much needed win at home. So you should be starting your best players. But from my perspective, I was thinking, okay, you are you've just played an away game in Spain. So, playing the same team would be a bit, I don't know, I'd, be, I'd have been a bit sceptical because fatigue-wise, I remember Firmino being jaded, I remember Mane feeling tired and their legs were gone when we collapsed against Sevilla when it was 3-3. So, that's when, when I saw the changes, I was relatively okay with it. My only problem was... Henderson and Milner, they're not known to be creative players, so whenever they play, it's pretty much keep it simple, don't try anything too technical, play it safe, do the dirty work, give Coutinho the freedom to express himself and play. That's what my thinking was behind that midfield too. I would have my my slight preference would have been probably to start Wijnaldum over Milner because I know. Ronaldo is a much better player at home than he is away. Away he's invisible. 
completely you don't you don't acknowledge him he doesn't do anything integral that is key to how Liverpool should be playing so yeah and then yeah, other than that I was okay with how the lineup should be I know Chelsea rotated and changed a few things as well so because they had an away game against Karabag so yeah so in the first half of that game for the first 15 minutes we were relatively we had the ball I remember us looking looking to penetrate Chelsea but it wasn't happening in the same way we did against Sevilla because Sturridge he doesn't because he's a natural striker he doesn't really necessarily do the dirty work he did he was okay oh it ends in five minutes So that was part one of what I just recorded. I did not know this was only five minutes, so I'm gonna have to speed this up a bit. So I think, yeah, I was talking about storage. Yeah, so storage, he's not a natural striker. Uh, he is a natural striker, my apologies. But he's not like Firmino, where he does the dirty work, where he's pressing high up the pitch. He's Firmino stretches the midfield and defence of the opposition which frees up Salah and Mane typically and allows them to be free but it, obviously with Sturridge just playing on the last line we, weren't, we wasn't really getting that so it was a bit more difficult today you could see the chemistry wasn't quite right and even with Coutinho we could see in the first half it's that he wasn't entirely himself I don't think he was fatigued because he came off in the 60th minute against Sevilla but he wasn't quite himself but the problem with Henderson and Milner is that there's no one to thread passes through everything's too safe and conservative it's very frustrating to watch I'm, I remember watching Henderson and there's so many times where he could have played that through ball or just like press a forward pass even to Salah and just mix it up by being too conservative is a waste and that's why it's very it's, it's, it's annoying because he's not an actual number six and his ability is for me I have to question it especially against Sevilla where when we were 3-0 up and we conceded the first goal he did not lead the team into safety he did not tell the team to tighten up to switch on he collapsed he folded that should not be a liverpool caliber captain i'm sorry i don't like henderson as a captain if you disagree let me know but let me continue and then the first half i think there wasn't really much going on i think tactically chelsea kind of got it right because I, we didn't have a shot on target in the first half and Hazard I remember him going past a couple players he was still on his top consistent form as he always is beating beating Clavland a few times Joe Gomez but there was nothing too threatening in the first half it was the second half where things were different and then when it hit half time I was, I was hoping that Klopp would do a sub immediately after half time because Milner gave away the ball how many times and then I was just getting frustrated I could see it happening I could see something wasn't right and then second half okay I think Chelsea were on top 
the Chelsea were having their little glimpses. They started to show more confidence. They they had moments where things were scary. I remember in the I remember of, there was a situation when we were struggling to clear a corner properly. Now that was back in the first half where I think it hit it hit Matip or he went under his legs, but we didn't look confident and assured to clear the ball and. This is always going to be a problem because Jurgen Klopp has spent four million on the defense that sh- it w- that it clearly needs. I de- the prob- the problems in defense is shocking. I believe we need we needed Van Dyke in the summer. We didn't get him. We didn't look for Plan B, and it was just and you can see why we concede sloppy goals. There's no leaders at the back, and it didn't. T- it took until. I believe it was around the 60th minute when we had our we we were pressing and then we won we were on top for Chelsea. We were in the final third. Oxlade Chamberlain plays the ball through. Mohamed Salah makes an a correct makes an intelligent run past Rudiger and then he slots it away. It was beautiful one 0 up. I'm like yes, but then I immediately thought, what is Klopp's manage game management going to be like today? Will he have will he have learned his mistakes from Sevilla or will he collapse again and do something that he be a proactive manager and not a reactive manager but what happens you see that about 10 minutes or no about 5 minutes after that goal I believe William was on Pedro was on and Fabregas was on so so Conte realised oh, I was doing the countdown again So I'm going to have to do a part 3 of this video So stay tuned guys <laughs> Right Yeah so I'm going to continue again From where I left off And then what does What does um, Klopp do When you see Fabregas William and Pedro on He does, he does nothing and he's been criticised heavily for leaving substitutions late. If you see Liverpool Twitter, everyone is predicting Klopp to leave a substitution late. That he's not going to do anything until it's too late. And then the game that was in our hands is out of our hands. And you see, and you saw that happen. Because what happens when Pedro, William and Pedro, William and Fabregas are on, their energy is now slightly more superior than Liverpool's so now we're on the defensive and Fabregas can thread threading through balls to Alonso long balls to Alonso you see William and Pedro stretching our defense and you're worried now as a Liverpool fan as they might capitalize and equalize and then I believe it was around the 80th minute perhaps James Milner he was very tired clears the ball when we just won the ball and all that pressure of keeping the ball and retaining possession we don't sustain it anymore and now Couture lofts it back and I believe I can't remember who picked up the ball from a Chelsea side but somebody passes it to William William looks up as if he's going to cross the ball and that makes Mignolet go towards his near pulse but then when as William crosses it the the cross now looks like a shot and is looping over Mignolet's head and then he's panicking because his positioning he's realised is wrong and then it's in and then they've equalised and now everyone from Liverpool is fuming 
because Klopp didn't react by bringing on Mane, by bringing on Lallana, by bringing on even Firmino potentially, just to match the energy. So it was poor game management again. And when does he finally decide to bring Mane and Lallana on the 88th minute? What are you expecting? What are you expecting them two to do in five minutes? Do you know how long it takes to find your rhythm to play in such a high profile game? You can't give them five minutes. Even as a Liverpool fan, I can sympathise with the players coming on. They ain't gonna perform. And you can see, Mane wasn't happy. He knew, why would you bring me on then? Why not bring me on earlier when we was winning? When we was on top? That would have made the most logical sense because then Mane could hold the ball up, free up Salah who was working tirelessly. He works his socks off today, Salah. I applaud him. He's a, he's a signing of a season. But does he? Does Klopp learn? No, he doesn't. Lalana, who's notoriously known for gegen pressing, does he? What is what is he expected to do in five minutes when it's one-one? Nothing. If you bring him on when it's one-nil. When we when Conte brought on his substitutions, then there's a difference there. Then you realise, okay, Klopp is now thinking ahead. He's thinking reactive. He's being proactive. Sorry. Now now he's he's gonna still make it difficult for Chelsea. But this time Conte got the tactical upper hand on Klopp because he brought on his substitutions earlier and Chelsea capitalised and they got a point away from home, which of course they're gonna be happy with because they're away from home at us. We're, we're Liverpool Football Club playing at Anfield. Nothing less than three points is a disappointment. So when we bottle it and miss out on the opportunity to go fourth, there's going to be lots of Liverpool fans that ain't happy. Jurgen Klopp, you need to stop bringing on substitutions so late. It's so frustrating seeing you the same thing over and over. We want to believe in you, but you make it so difficult because you are a stubborn manager. I hate that you do that. Please, next time bring substitutions on earlier analyze the game quicker don't be fucking just standing there doing nothing apologies for my language but it's so frustrating to see when somebody doesn't want to react to a, a tactical decision well, we're fed up as, as, as Liverpool fans if we want to stay in this top four for consistent seasons these are the games where we have to claim all three points because we're going to be looking back in May thinking oh if we picked up two points here here there that would have been a defining this moment that saves our season but he didn't do that and on that note I only have 10 seconds left thank you for listening guys let me know your thoughts if you are a Liverpool fan, even if you're a Chelsea fan or a fan of football in general, my name is Kofi and thank you for listening.